Welcome back, guys. This is another episode of Hustle House 24-7-365. My name is Lamar, a.k.a. Mr. Cream Cap, and I got my co-host. Cody Stockton, a.k.a. Various Layers. What's good? And we are back today. What's good, guys? So it is a, another day in paradise, brother. <laughs> we are living in paradise. We are living in heaven the world is just as perfect as it's ever been as it turns we are living in prosperity happiness all the things things are just great just kidding so uh we wanted to come on this podcast today record another episode and just kind of talk about what's actually happening in the real world what's actually going on in the united states and all across uh the entire planet and uh, it's kind of interesting because almost two years ago, me and Cody, I can't remember what episode it was, we recorded a podcast, an episode where we said, I think, I know the title was The World is on Fire, right? And that was right when COVID was starting to die down, I guess, or at least the fear of C-19. need to watch my mouth. Um, and we were talking about what you needed to be doing and preparation of all of these things that were coming down the pipeline. We talked about inflation in society with all of the, the money that was being printed and given out to people in the response of C-19 to help people survive, right? We talked about how everything was going to be more expensive, how companies were going to milk and upcharge everybody and everything we talked about property values going up taxes going up income not going up we talked about all these things two years ago and look what happened we were right we were on track and we told you hey in order for you to be ready and to prepare for what was coming you need to be Become the best version of yourself you need to hustle make money find multiple streams of income and you need to figure out and be very, very aware of what was happening in the world around you. And here we are in 2024 in an election year. And here we are. We're just trying to prepare for what comes next. What happens next? Who's going to be the next president, the next world leader? What does that mean for America? What does that mean for the country? We got one candidate who, you know, supposedly won the last election uh, and everybody said that was not fit to lead not coherent to comprehend what was going on then the day all these people are puppets right and it, he was just the better choice or the lesser of the two evils to pick over donald trump and now our society is we have you know with since he's been the president what, what do they call him uh they Who, go, Biden? Yeah. What's his, uh, what's his nickname that they be calling him? Um, Brandon. Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Now with, yeah, with Brandon, now we got open borders, inflation crazy right now, surveillance and lack of privacy all over the entire country. We got cities literally falling apart. I traveled all across the country last year. Every major city I went to. It's shitty. Shitty. Home, like, tent cities of homeless people. So unfortunately, all in like major metropolitan areas like downtown places, L.A., San Diego, Denver. The only place I went to, bro, 
that was like that did not have like it didn't look like it was falling apart. Miami was Miami. Okay, two places and Vegas. Yeah, Vegas Ve- is nice. Vegas is a little different. Now I didn't get get outside of the strip, but the city of Vegas and and the strip of Vegas clean. Even Miami, very very clean, orderly and organized. Everywhere else, destroyed, brother. So we got open borders. Cities falling apart. People can't afford to live. Food costs insane. Eight times the eight times what it was to fill up your grocery cart only three years ago. And I'm paying three times what I normally spend on just my weekly shit. Yeah, like it's bad, man. And so now we're going into an election year where things were supposed to be better with this president because oh, Trump was just so bad and terrible and said nasty, negative things and yada 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 was a terrible leader for this country. Except we had no wars. We the country was thriving. We unemployment was at an all time low. The only thing that happened to him during his presidency was C-19. And you, we can debate about how his response, whether the response was good or bad at that time. There's, that's a whole nother conversation as far as why that happened. But now we're here in 2024, another election year. We got Joe Biden, which seems to be is going to be against Trump again. And uh, I don't that's know, all, man. That's all, that's all I'm worried. That's all Biden tweets about. Trump's not for the country. First and foremost, I don't really have a stance. At the end of the day, when Trump was in office, it was, it was better than when Biden was in office. Biden sucks. He falls up the stairs. You're supposed to be a strong leader. How are you a strong leader if you can't even walk up the stairs? You mumble and babble and can jumble your words. Mumbling, jumbling, dumbling, bumbling. That's what he does when he's talking. So at the end of the day, my whole thing is based on the policy and based on the state of the world and also the peace of the world and based on the state of our allies and the state of the United States as a whole, everything was better when Trump was in office. Now, is he a puppet? I don't know. Is he controlled opposition? I don't know. That's something that can be debated. I don't know all the facts. But at the end of the day, Biden sucks. He has not done anything that he said he was going to do except fuck the country up. And um, the, he took all the policies that were good that Trump put into place out the very first day. And all he talks about is how Trump's bad for this, bad for that. But he's not talking about all the things he's done, especially with the border and everything going on. People can't fucking feed their families. People can't pay their bills. But all he wants to talk about is Trump when he tweets and then try to make memes on Super Bowl Sunday with the red eyes look, trying to look like Superman or something. I don't know what he's doing. He's definitely not Superman. But at the end of the day, um, Biden is a total disaster. I mean, shit, Obama said it. Biden fucks things up. I don't know the exact quote, but remember he said some shit like that when yep. he was the vice president. And um, the the first and foremost, if you're a leader, especially of the best major country of the world, you're supposed to have accountability. He doesn't even have accountability. They blame everybody. Kamala Harris never talks. If you see the White House press secretary, she don't know what the fuck she doing. I think they just pick somebody. You're black and we need to make sure that we do that we stay on point with the racial diversity and culture and Partially diverse black. diverse um, equality, equity, inclusion, whatever the fuck that shit's called. Be acutely aware uh, that my presence at this podium uh, represents a few firsts. Uh, I am a black gay immigrant woman, the first of all three of those to hold this position. I don't know what's going on, man. It's I- all it's all <laughs> a game. It's all smoke and mirrors. And just to be clear, guys, this is not a hey, this is not meant to be a podcast of you need to vote one way or the other. Me and Cody have always stressed for a very long time through our last episodes and through anybody else that knows us. We are neutral when it comes to political party affiliation. At the end of the day, everyone is puppets being 
you know, played by a, a puppet masters behind the scenes that no one knows about, the powers that are, are in control of the world, of these countries. And that's that's why we have what we have with Biden. I don't even think necessarily it is him. I think he's just the he was the most perfect person at the time that they can use to descend our country and our society into this this black hole of we don't even know what type of country we are we don't even know what type of society we are we don't even know what type of government we are at this point we say we live in a democracy but doesn't seem to be very democratic at all we, we're in a far left-wing uh, society of ideals and a lot of people are unhappy about it we've gotten away from uh, traditional american values and beliefs and what this country was built upon one nation under god right and now god's just, completely out the equation now oh bro this is i mean we're we're we're, sh- we're going down a road to straight babylon like let's be honest that that's the truth and and whether you want to admit it or not it is right there in front of your eyes so at the end of the day, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know who these people are that are controlling these people. But what I can say, the one person that I do believe was not being controlled, maybe he had his own intentions. Maybe there's something else behind the scenes, but I haven't seen it, was Donald J. Trump because he could not be bought. He could not be controlled. He had enough power and money. And now look at what they're doing to him. $355 now. million dollar fine? They're coming after his money. They're coming after his his uh his reputation they're coming after his legacy they are trying to break and cripple this man financially and mentally because they know and they understand that they went too far over the last three or four years and it all all they're all they've done over the last couple years has made trump excuse me look better in the eyes of the people so now they're trying to attack him and make sure that he has nothing to stand on by the time that he does if he does decide or if he does become president or by the time he runs because that's the only thing that they can do they can't they can't say that oh he says bad things they can't use that against him anymore because the thing is he spoke the truth he did what he said he was going to do and he's always been the opposition to the powers that be and the people that run this country he built his whole entire campaign off i want to drain the swamp right so now they're coming after him because they're afraid. They're afraid of what's going to happen. Now, I'm not going to say, sit here and say I am afraid, but I have said over the last two years that 2024 is going to be very, very interesting because it's, there's always some shit that happens when we're going to the election years. When did C-19 and all those problems arise? Right in the midst of an election year, Right. So, again, we're not going to have a, a show talking about C-19. We should definitely do that another day. But I think it's pretty apparent by now, if you haven't been living under a rock, that you understand that all of that was a manufactured potential side, at least a response to it. Scamdemic? Yeah. Plandemic? Government's hands in it? <laughs> should eat your damn spinach? No, I'm kidding. But I do want to say something based on what you were talking about. So former President Trump faces 91 felony counts after being indicted indicted four times within the last year. They are trying to go after him so hard. And then they want to talk about how everything was going on with the um, January 6th um, insurrection in air quotes. But the very same people who are saying that allowed things like Antifa and Black Lives Matter to burn down cities during covid when you shouldn't even be outside 
and said it was peaceful protesting, those very same fucking people are the ones saying that January 6th, when a few people decided to do something, when there was agent provocateurs and the FBI was involved in it, if you actually look into all the evidence and the facts behind it, and they actually talked to senators and they didn't comment on it. When all of that happened on January 6th, so I'm not for Trump, I'm not against Trump, I'm about just making America as good as it can possibly get. We are pro-people. Pro we people. are pro-Americans. Amer- the American people. But what we're trying to tell you guys is this is going to be a very interesting year, and you need to be paying attention to all of these things that are happening, especially with the elections. Whether we like it or not, whether what you believe or what you know to be true, if elections are truly fair, if they are truly fair, then I do not see how we remain a democratic majority inside our federal government with everything that's happened over the last three years go ahead so the last time they tried to take a president off the ballot was abraham lincoln when he was president and guess what happened right after the fucking civil war broke out right after that shit took place so that's just an example in history of them trying to take a president off the ballot and now in new york this is on my um, little topics trump they will, this is the New York Post, so of course, watch the wording and how they do their headlines. Trump-loving truckers refusing to drive to New York City after the $355 million fraud ruling that they're finding him with. So, And then look how they're going against the truckers. They're saying Trump-loving truckers instead of saying just truckers. Like they, if if any, like like if anything, truckers know how the fucking industry and the supply chain and all of that works because that's what they do twenty four seven. And they saw how fucked up it was, especially in the last few years under the administration we have now. But then also we have a border crisis at our hand. We're in multiple wars right now that we're supporting. So we're going to send over $100 billion to other countries. But 90-year-old veterans, there's videos of this stuff happening in New York, are being evicted. Because they can't pay their bills when the government's failing them for serving our country, but we're allowing all these illegals in at the border. Um, Middle Eastern terrorists have been caught. Most wanted terrorists have been caught. Um, Middle-aged Chinese people, as well as other types of races and ethnicities. Sorry, y'all know what I'm saying. But anyway, we're giving all this money to them every single month while we're completely disregarding our citizens. But then the very same administration allowing this and doing this is saying we want to make America as good as possible and it's the best it's ever been. Now tell me how that makes sense. If you have common sense, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, bro. But it does make sense if you understand and you know and you understand how to look outside the box and read in between the lines. What are they doing? Right? Again, they know they have lost the support of the majority of Americans, of the populace, of the voting American citizen. Right? They know they have lost the confidence and the support. So what do they do? They open borders, they allow illegals to come in freely with literally no opposition, no defense. They are funding illegal immigrants to be placed into large cities. They are giving them jobs. They are giving them money, large amounts of money. Not like a couple hundred, like not not like a thousand or two thousand dollars. I've heard anywhere between six and nine thousand dollars a month for a family. Right. And now they're trying to push legislation for what? For them to become citizens quickly, fast, efficiently, without going through all the typical protocols it used to be to become a citizen, to become a voting citizen of the united states right so again reading between the lines think outside the box why is that happening how is that possible and then you talk about the money that we're sending overseas yeah we have all of these 
internal problems inside in our country that can be fixed on a fiscal level with finances with money but what do we do we export all of our cash all of our money all of our funds all of our resources to foreign partners foreign allies to support them that don't benefit us yeah don't benefit us oh but ukraine value exchange ukraine is the bread basket of the world like we get all our bread from there okay first of all stop eating so much bread you fat fucker (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just joking (laughs) no first of all it's not about food it's not about resources it is about the expansion of again far left ideals and and power and control over other nations in Europe as well as you know with here I mean the US is behind a lot of it we are leading we are the ones that lead the charge we're supposed to be the 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 leaders of the free world and we are pushing or we are funding all of this stuff that's happened all this war and these fights internationally to gain more power and control over other countries, but we're the leaders of the free world. Then I remember that I, I, the last time I checked, Ukraine didn't need to be saved from anything. And we were right? prov- provoking Russia yeah. as well, because Russia said, don't let Ukraine become part of NATO. And then before all the shit popped off, they were in talks about becoming part of NATO. And like, there's a lot of other things that go into it as well. But the United States obviously has been pushing their agenda to ensure that this took place. So, like, that's something that people need to think about as well. And then, um, not to even mention the shit going on with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden with Ukraine prior to them even being in the White House or being the uh, Biden administration to begin with. And then no one wants to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop and shit. And then um, just one thing I want to go back to you real quick, yeah, and then I'll, I'll come back to this. Yeah. But you were talking about citizenship. See, I'm all about immigration. America is here because of immigration, but you need to do it legally and justifiably. You can't just come to our border and walk through. Like, that's just not how it works. So I'm looking right here. How many years does it take to become a U.S. citizen? Five years. Determine your eligibility to become a U.S. citizen. In general, you may qualify for naturalization if you are at least 18 years old and have been a permanent resident for at least five years or, in parentheses, three years if you are married to a U.S. citizen. And then you must meet other eligibility requirements, which include minimum age, continuous and physical presence, residency, good moral character, English proficiency and civics knowledge, military and civil service registration, allegiance to the United States, and related information. Okay, allegiance to the United States, first and foremost, we've caught a multiple most wanted terrorists coming to the fucking Mexico border. Their allegiance to the United States is the allegiance to destroying the United States. Also, if you're supposed to do all this to become a fucking citizen who's able to live here and actually do everything that citizens are able to do, like vote, you know, get a job, whatever it may be, get your license, then you need to come in properly. But I guess not, because you can just walk through the Mexico border and get fucking nine thousand a month. Yep, yep, no opposition. Again, and I think it's, maybe we should walk through the border. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, bro. I went. All right, so ten years. This is off topic, but kind of want to talk at the same time. I'm not gonna sit on this too long. I went to Tijuana. I was 19, almost 10 years ago. Right? It was so easy for me to cross the border. I did not have a passport. I just had an ID. I was told, hey, you can go across the border as an American citizen to Mexico. As long as you have an ID, you, you'll be welcome back. No problem. Ten years ago, I came back. I got held by customs at the border because they thought my ID was fake, that I was not a U.S. citizen. I guess I looked Mexican at the time. Was held by ours, questioned, 
and had to literally answer like questions about American history. It was really, really fucking odd. And I was up there arguing with them the whole time. Like you can't cop, you can't like fake a Virginia ID. Like no one has fake Virginia IDs. So only 10 years ago, an American citizen, it was, and okay, looking back on it, like I see why I'm happy it was like that. Like, hey, they're protecting our borders. But I had trouble getting back across the border. Didn't have a passport, just had ID. Stupid. No, I was told that you could do it this way. Just, just to get back across the border. And now only 10 years later, after, you know, the administration, the Trump administration, the wall, us locking down our borders, locking down our borders even further when C-19 happened. Now, even just a couple years later, they're just completely wide open people. There are videos of people just crossing over in Texas and being put on buses and shipped to all these cities and then getting paid with, again, the agenda being, at least in my opinion, my theory, not conspiracy, my theory is to have more voters here in the country. Why? There is a statistic. I don't know the exact stat. Maybe you can find it or you can pull it up. Um, I think it was like 75% of new uh, citizens or new voters vote Democrat. There's some, it's some statistic like that. 75% of new voters vote Democrat, right? So again, we go back to what we were talking about 15 minutes ago. Why? are all these things happening? What is happening right now? What is the overall sentiment of the American citizen as a whole? And where are we at right now? We're going into, again, an election. The election's at the end of this year, guys. 55% of new voters. 55, okay. I knew it was something. That's still over half, though. And that's a large majority. So I can only imagine, again, if elections were fair, and let's say they are fair, all you would need to do is somehow figure out a way for all these extra millions of people that have now entered the country in the last six months somehow have the ability to vote. And somehow the, the majority vote starts, you know, shifting in all these states. Where, and then, again, there are states where Trump's not even on the ballot, right? He's been removed from the ballot in at least two states, I believe, for the presidential camp uh, ballot, right? So you just kind of, like, look at all those things, and it just makes you wonder, like... Like, what is really going on and what's really happening? Again, you have to read between the lines. Here's another step. I don't know if you know this or not, Cody. This year is, the, is one of the most major elect, election years, not just here in this country, but all the across world. the world. There are 40... Presidents are getting fucking assassinated. Yeah. There are countries. 40 countries across the world that are having elections this year. 40 countries. It is the most uh, elections in the same year ever in the history of the world that is over i think like three billion people are voting this year what across the world yeah so we're voting for the so world 50 percent of the world yeah essentially so again this is why i said at the very beginning of this of this podcast like you need to be paying attention to what is happening this year and you need to prepare yourself for anything to happen i'm not we're not coming on here to install fear uncertainty and doubt into anybody but you need to prepare for anything i do not like the way this our our society is going i do not like the way our country is going i am very confused about these open borders and what is the true agenda behind it i think it has to do with elections cody has been mentioning how military-aged men and terrorists have been being captured coming across our borders so maybe there's some trojan horse thing that might be going on the fact is though you cannot be ignorant and you cannot ignore all of these things happening around you you can't just continue to go through your life like everything's fine everything's good like you're just living this happy prosperous you know life when all of these things are happening you have to be ready 
be prepared for anything to happen and you have to be ready to do something about it and you have to pay attention because we are we were this was we were put here or we found this country based off the people and the people this uh installed a government to oversee and manage the people and the government right? was supposed to be smaller too yeah it was supposed to be smaller the the all of like all of these states if you look through history the states were their own um their own uh beings right they were their own areas their own geographical locations they were sovereign right the sovereign states installed the federal government not the federal government created the states and now you have our federal government basically trying to control every single little thing that's happening across this country people including the people and including the states i mean look at the standoff that happened at texas with the national Biden guard called in <laughs> the national guard and border. the, the national yeah the national guard and almost to and so almost he didn't, he didn't call him in though no he didn't call him in but there were there were rum, there were rumblings of what might happen next if Texas did not allow the federal government to come in and allow these borders to be, essentially be open. And, and he was saying to, uh, to the National Guard and Border Patrol that they needed to take down the razor wire, and they said no, they weren't going to do that. And then that's where a lot of the um, tension started building. And here's another statistic that people may or may not know. You guys probably don't. Since December 2023, 2.5 million illegal immigrants have come through the Mexican border. Now, the average normal immigration of legal immigrants that come in on a yearly basis is about 1.5 million. So just since December in the last three months, 2.5 million illegal, 1 double. million more, almost, yeah, almost double, have come in to the nation in the last couple months. illegally in three months. So just saying, man, shit's getting crazy out here. Yes, I mean it's just you know we could we could we could talk on this subject all day, and there's a lot of other subjects, but like you just you, you have to pay attention, guys. We said we said all of these. No, I didn't see. <laughs> I said I am prepared for anything, and I'm not surprised at anything that happens. Right, two years ago. Now I thought honestly it would be a lot more extreme than where we are now. Luckily, we aren't, but that doesn't mean that they won't push it that far. If they can, if the powers that be, the people that are in control and that are trying to remain in control, right? It's not just about Democratic and Republican. It's they're, the people that want to remain in control. They have shown us they are willing to do whatever they have to do to make sure that they stay in power, that they can go forward with their new world agenda, with their new world order. It has been talked about on TV. There are recordings. There are interviews. There, are just, there have been discussions. You can pull them up on YouTube, talks of new world order. One world central government, one world, one power, one currency, CBDs, CBDCs, which again, me and Cody talked about two years ago and, and have been confirmed they are coming in 2030. Again, more power, more control, cashless society, a society based on credit scores and money and currency that can be tracked by the federal government. They know what you're spending your money on. They know what you're doing with your money. They know where you are going, who you are with, who you hang around. They monitor every single movement and thing that you do from your phone. The largest companies in the world sell this information to these people. Google, Apple, everything they are doing right now is about power and control over 
not just Americans, but human beings as a whole. And this it this year is going to decide how fast that it, that that happens. If it's going to be accelerated because of how the elections play out, not just here but across the world, or if there's going to be another blip or another delay another source of people trying to fight back as far like in regards to what Trump did years ago when he won the election against Hillary Clinton, right? No one saw that or not. No one saw that coming. People didn't think that he could actually win. And then he did win. And then that put a huge stall in the plans that were happening internationally. So this is going to be the most important year because it is all about power and control. We are already and it's going down this path and it's a matter of who's going to stand up and I'm not going to say I'm just going to say resist resist what seems to be the uh I'm just going to say enslavement of humankind the you will own nothing and be happy in the CBDCs and the thing about CBDCs too is they do this in China currently if your social proof or your social credit score isn't up to par with what they believe in the administration that governs China then your money baby program to be shut off. You may not be able to take a plane. You may not be able to take a bus. Another thing too is they're not letting people save as much money so they can't gain as wealth. So your money will be programmed for X amount of time. So it needs to go back into circulation within X amount of time and you can't keep it for yourself or invested in certain things. So, and that, a lot of that comes from their social credit score, social proof um, system that they've been doing for years, over five years now. So that's the stuff that's really scary, especially when you have the heads of the World Economic Forum, like Charles Schwab, Klaus Schwab, whatever the fuck his name is, saying you will own nothing and be happy. He's saying you will own nothing and be happy. Is he saying we? Is he saying them? Are they still going to be on their private jets? Are they still going to be eating meat if they want to eat meat? Are they going to still be attending to the climate things that they're trying to do? Probably not. And they have it. And they always have been hypocritical when it comes to those things so those are things that people need to watch out for too and they host a global world summit every single year they post it on youtube on the world economic forum channel that page has maybe a hundred thousand subscribers at the very most the videos maybe get a thousand to ten thousand views so they're putting all this shit out here and they're telling you what they're going to do but people still don't want to listen or know about it they're not hiding they're not hiding it they're putting it out there in front of you. You can't say that you were not warned, that you were not told. But what do they do? They distract you with all of these other things. The Super Bowl, right? Music and entertainment. They distract you with these wars that are happening. The Israel and Palestine conflict. The Ukraine and Russia conflict. They distract you with what's happening here in our country with the borders. Now, all of it goes hand in hand. Right. And I'm I'm not smart enough to sit here and dissect and break down where everything connects. But I understand that it all connects in one way or another. Right. Who did you say? Charles Schlop? Schlop? Yeah. <laughs> Schlop? Claude Schwab? <laughs> and, and for Palpatine's what I call him. You know, everything. The world is a stage. He looks like some fucking Star Trek like evil guy. He looks like the evil guy from Star Wars. He sounds like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we shall take your money. And but, freedom. Wow, look at this. They are predicting Joe Biden's going to be the elected president. Wow, it's, 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 it's February. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, we're, we have a screen behind, well, in, behind you guys that's just playing like world events and stuff. But um, another thing, too, is how do you think crypto is going to play a role in what they're trying to do? Because the, on the World Glo- Global World Summit, they said they're going to be utilizing blockchain in order to make yep. all this happening. So how do you think so that's going to play? So I'm glad you asked this because, you know, me and you had a conversation a long time ago. I want to say it was like five, six years ago. 
And uh, this was before I started diving deep down into these rabbit holes of what was happening in the world and, and diving uh, deep into society and power structures and just like the dark depths of evil, if you will, the uh, things that are happening behind the scene. And I made a comment to you. I said, because you told, you knew, you even said crypto, including the, one of the, a, a couple of the major cryptos that I was supporting was uh in a way a psyop a psyop for of power and control by the government and i made a comment to you yeah i know but the, these things are coming regardless if you can't beat them join them or at least make as much money as you can off them you know take advantage now my my answer would be different today when it be can't if you can't beat them join them but it still remains to be true that crypto in 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 honestly and in my opinion is a psyop bitcoin in my opinion and honestly what i have yeah what i've researched and have found was created by a three-letter organization out there could be the cia it could be another branch of of i'm not gonna say federal government but another uh third-party institution if you will and excuse me blockchain was created to have everybody on a, a ledger where you could see what was happening with all the transactions between each individual person. Now, as crypto has became a larger market, a larger industry, you have companies that came out with decentralized applications and wallets to try and fight back against the full transparency of the blockchain. While that has happened, that is not the ultimate goal. And I don't think that that is going to be the end game for crypto. I think crypto is with the the et the approval of the etfs that happened here recently now a uh, big money and large institutional money are now involved into the crypto market which can heavily manipulate the market you have uh these governing bodies these three-letter organizations pushing back against privacy type of cryptos and decentralized applications you have these uh organizations coming into uh, these exchanges and threaten to, threatening to shut down these exchanges if they do not do something about knowing about the customer that uses their platforms, that the wallets that this money is coming from, they are threatening to fine, to sue, and shut down if you do not track what is going on in your exchange and who is moving money around. So with that being said, the point I'm making is crypto is another piece of the power and control. We are going into a, a, we are in the midst of a cashless society. It is hard to get cash nowadays. You can't even go in and withdraw large amounts of cash from your bank account. And I'm not even talking six figures or five figures. I talked to a guy today. $10,000. His bank would not let him take out more than a thousand dollars a day. Remember that shit was happening to Blake like last summer? Yep. He couldn't even get a few hundred dollars out. Can't get, so the banks don't have any cash on hand. It is harder to find cash they are incentivizing people to come in and open bank accounts and say, hey, if you come in and deposit this amount of money and X amount of time, we'll give you three, four, five, seven hundred dollars to your account. So they are trying to bring pe- they are trying to have people open up accounts everywhere. They are trying to incentivize people to bring in all of the cash to these banks so they can recuperate it, recover it all if you will, and then force everyone to use these CBDCs, which are going to, who knows, maybe they'll have a limited supply. Probably not. It'll just probably be another way that the Fed can print or mint digital currency and continue to control the world, control the world with power uh, uh, via money, right? Retain power via money. So 
CBDCs are going to happen. Um, everything is going to be monitored. Everything is going to be public on a uh, on a public ledger on the blockchain, and you will not have any um, privacy when it comes to how you spend your money, how you make your money, where your money goes, where your money comes from, and what assets you decide to buy. You won't be able to hide things, or at least not even hide things. You just won't have your privacy. They came out with a a, a law towards the end of last year that if you have a, a LLC, an entity formed in the United States, that you had to submit a BOI, which is a beneficial ownership uh, document, to confirm that you own XYZ LLCs here in the States, or excuse me, here in the United States. Why are they doing that? They want to, the federal government wants to know who owns these private companies who are leveraging these these different states across the country that protect the the owners of these entities wyoming montana delaware new mexico states like that that have these these benefits they want to know who owns these companies what assets that they have so that they can understand who has what so they can take it from you if need be or hold it against you or just see like if if some if you are a person with money or you are a person with influence with a little bit of power, they want to know everything that you have so that they can control you and leverage it against you, right? So everything that is happening again, it just all goes back to power and control, right? And then you talk about you know we fight these wars you know over the his over like the last seventy ish years fighting against communism. Right. We do. Oh, hey, we go into these wars and defend these people all in the name of, you know, death to communism. But it almost seems like we're like, be, like we're, we're living. It seems like we're living in a communist or at least, yeah, getting to a communist type of society. Right. Power, control. Everybody has to live the same way. Control You're of not information. Allowed to, yeah, control of information and propaganda, right? You're, you, everyone will own nothing. You'll have to, everyone gets the same type of benefits. Universal basic we, income we coming down the pipeline. Uni- universal basic income. Like it almost seems like, or maybe it's a form of communism. Almost. It's a modern day form for yep. sure. So it's just like, guys, like it's, it's. They don't have to drag people away with this form. Nope. You know, and also I want to say something else to your point of cashless society and how everything's just moving forward and progressing. So Amazon's actually the ma- one of the major in the um, consumer market, the retail and the retail marketplace. Forty minutes at forty minutes. Okay, so it's been a, Amazon's one of the major contributors in the retail marketplace for cashless systems. Whole Foods, over five hundred plus Whole Foods are going to be implementing, which they have started to at the end of August of twenty twenty three, a cashless pay by palm technology that requires only a hand wave. Now they're not exactly saying what they're doing to make that happen, or like how you wave your hand, or if there's tech in your hand or anything, because some places are already putting chips in people's hands if they want to. Places like Sweden and whatnot which they've been doing for a while now but amazon one of the main one of the honestly it's worth over a trillion dollars if i if i'm not mistaken right the um evaluation of it's over a trillion dollars i forgot i i can't say but but bezos one of the richest guys and amazon one of the biggest companies in the united states is the leading factor of 
some of the cashless stuff that's already coming our way, especially with the hand. They're trying to move us more into that digitized world to where we can merge with technology, just like Neuralink. Technically, we're already cyborgs because most of you guys can't put your phone down for more than five minutes at a time, if that. So technically, we're already can't merged. Can't live without your phone. Yep. You can't do shit without your phone. You can't run your business without your phone. So at the end of the day, we technically are cyborgs, but now they're going to start bringing it into the way of implementing it into your body. And um, just like Neuralink being installed into your brain, making you be a superhuman and air quotes and stuff like that. So they're definitely moving us into this agenda. Now the question is why, and is it better for humanity? And the question you need to ask yourself as, as we have been moving forward and progressing to this agenda, has your life gotten better? Has the people's lives around you gotten better? Has the country gotten better? Has the world gotten better? Or is it just a small group of people that are benefiting from this? And at the end of the day, I think, from based on the evidence that's out here, it's not for the benefit of us. Actually, it's the opposite. And they know that it is the opposite, and they're only trying to benefit themselves and have total control because control is nothing new. That's not some new phrase or term that's been out here. Governments and people in power, cabals, groups, whatever you want to call it, have always wanted control and have always wanted the most power. And a lot of times, it's the people you don't see that are behind the scenes actually moving the puzzle pieces and moving the chess pieces and the people that you do see are just the puppets that can help move that forward so that's my two cents on where all of this is going regarding new world order which is a thing that was a conspiracy theory years ago on wikipedia new world order conspiracy theory and now biden says it out of his mouth a few of the bushes have said it out their mouth australian prime minister said it out the mouth boris johnson before he resigned as the prime minister of the uk said it out of his mouth during covid so at the end of the day you just need to start waking up and seeing that this is real don't fear it, but understand it as much as possible and see how, what you can do in your life in order to kind of resist that stuff going on. Because if no one does anything, we're just going to get swallowed up. And at the end of the day, it seems like it's too late because enough people aren't realizing, but it really isn't too late because there's a lot of us and there's a little bit of them. History is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. In times of crisis, the role of governments is more important and more relevant than ever. What is also needed is a summit like this one to go beyond crisis management and to look into constructive ways we can build our common future. So that's my two cents for that specific topic. This is going to be the deciding factor, man. Like this year and going into next year, either people are going to unite and resist and fight back, or we are going to continue to be divided and crumble and just have to eventually go with whatever this is that's coming and anyone that does try to resist because there will be a small group of us they'll lock us up they'll lock us up they'll throw away the key and you'll never hear from us hear uh hear from us again you know until we escape if we, if we so going back to what you said i know we're running out of time but i want to ask you a question and we we've kind of talked about this on the side before elon is he a op is he for the people 
Or is he like some like Lex Luthor just like being that's just He's trying Lex to Luther. figure out his own thing? Um, all right, look. So Elon does a lot of good shit. So I'm still like, oh, I don't know. But I think he's a controlled op because at the end of the day, he says everything with the power he has to these people that we think. He's like, I don't think we should do globalism and all these things. And he like has all his kids and he has all these companies and he's trying to do these things. But at the end of the day, I think he's controlled op to an extent because he does have government contracts. He is leading the technology wave that everyone else is pretty much following and being involved with. The Neuralink thing is his. He should know with his IQ that that's going to be weaponized by other places and governments and that they're going to do it. Now, another outlook, though, is Elon wants to do it first so he can fight it when the other people do it. Because in Terminator, there's um, Arnold and then there's the bad Terminators. Yep. So that's where I'm like, uh, I don't know if Elon's a bad guy or not. And then he bought Twitter and with Twitter, like it's open free speech. He unbanned a bunch of polarizing figures and stuff like that. But then if he is He's a, trying to turn it into an all in one platform, just like, we, just like the company. WeChat thing in, in China, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's the thing, too. Like, is he doing that because he knows it's going to bring people who think like us to him? And then he kind of can have a good control over over you and gain trust so like i don't know for a fact but i think there is a percentage of a chance that he could be a controlled opposition i think he's uh i think he's a trojan horse but a trojan horse for like himself you know yes you you make great points he is he has government contracts he is building all these things that are questionable right you know with the Neuralink stuff tesla but and tesla right but he's also, and he's been a very key figure in the development and progression of AI technology. But yet he speaks against AI technology. He speaks against government control and oversight. He speaks against globalism. But like his actions, it, I don't know. It's like, it's just really, it's really hard to figure out where he, he plays in all this. So, in my opinion, I think he is leveraging and playing ball. On both sides of the court, with the with the with government with powers that be, and like you just said, he is trying to become the first to do some of these things, so he does have some control. It's almost like a, uh, gosh, who was the guy? It's almost like McAfee, in a way, like McAfee. Oh, yeah, 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 McAfee. It's like for a while he was playing ball there for a bit too, and then he realized the power and capability of what he discovered in uh, with the internet and with technology, and with crypto, and then he kind of started trying to do his own thing, and then they came after him, and I think they killed him, you know? That man oh, he said got he would never commit suicide, and somehow committed suicide in jail. Was it Pat McAfee? It was. No, not Pat, it's something else. It's, uh... But I know the, the dude who made McAfee's, like, virus thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot his name. But, um, so I think Elon is, I think he's, I think he's playing both sides. Well, I think there is going to come a point in time, and we're going to see in our lifetime, we do truly figure out what his ultimate agenda was. I do think he's like this Lex Luthor type of figure. I think he is for the people, and I think he is for independence, but I think he wants to, at the same time, I think he likes uh, people looking up to him as like the key uh, power figure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he would ever, he's always said he would never run for president, but you can't sit there and tell me that you don't like the attention that people give you. And the power that you know you have with having uh, control over these platforms and these companies and the influence that he has even just online with being interviewed and being in all these places. Like, I think he, he loves it. He thrives in it. 
but I I don't know. Like you said, I, I I do think though he's I think he's playing both sides. Don't know what his true agenda is, but I don't think he's I don't think he's evil. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. I don't think he's evil. That's the exact I words I was about yeah, to say. I don't think I think it'll come eventually that he is going to have some type of he's going to be like the fail safe. You know what I mean? Like he knows the most about this. He has power and control over these type of technologies. Tesla's Neuralink. He will have a final say on how they're used. And also, though. He can always be blackmailed if it gets to that point where they really need him on their side if he isn't already on their side. Because yeah. he has tons of kids. Yeah. They might start knifing them motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just kidding. I'm just joking. He does have like 10 I'm kids. Joking. Yeah, he, he just had another one recently, if I, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I don't think he's evil either. But he definitely is the leader of a lot of the things going on. And um, has a lot more knowledge than most people do, especially in his position. Has a lot of money, has a lot of influence. So we'll we'll just see how it, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, and man. that's all we can do. You know, with all the topics and subjects that we touched on today, at the end of the day, guys, all you can really do is again prepare yourself for anything to happen. Try to become the best version of yourself possible, financially, mentally, physically, and socially. Uh, get you know get you know be around like-minded individuals that think the same as you you know get loyal friends have you know assets that you can rely on money that you can rely on you know be in the most in the best physical shape that you can be in just in case we do go to some type of you know i don't like (laughs) end of the world type of thing i don't know man i we didn't even talk on the uh the subject of what they show on tv and these shows that are coming out the netflix uh documentary or not documentaries but the limited series like the predictive program we'll have to talk about that another day um but like leave the world behind and the new civil war movie coming out like just be prepared for anything is is what we're trying to say do not be ignorant you do not want to be that person that just like I'm sorry if if someone comes and busts down my door and tells me to do X Y Z, I have to do these things, or else I'm not just going to lay down and fold. I'm going to resist as as much as I can because I believe in independence. I believe in freedom. That is what our country was supposedly, you know, or it was built on, right? And we're coming to a critical point in the history of humankind of either i think total destruction total uh control or possibly a, a reset that could e- happen in either or or a reset where you know humans and society and the people take back over and like you know reset it all right what's going to happen i don't know but i know too many people are distracted too many people are not paying attention they are not aware they're just going through life like a leaf in the wind, just letting, you know, the weave, the, the wind carry them here, there, and have no agenda or, excuse me, no intentions of doing anything. I, I, I think that is a very bad place. I do believe more people are waking up. I don't want to use the term woke. That's been twisted and misconstrued now, but people are waking up and they're becoming more aware, you know, thanks to the power of the Internet and these platforms like X and these platforms like Rumble, where people can come and say exactly what they want to say and have their opinions out there and not be controlled and censored. So more people are being exposed to information. But at the end of the day, we're eventually going to have to unite. If we do not like the way things are going, especially here in this country, if we do not like what government is doing, we have to unite and be and you know find those people those leaders that we can trust and support and protect that would be willing to you know fight back and install you know whatever 
<clears throat> excuse me, it needs to like install whatever laws and regulations or new type of government that we feel like benefits everybody as a whole with, you know, a true democracy where the people are in charge. But until that happens, you need to prepare for anything and be ready. Be ready. Be prepared. Be prepared. The lesson must be shared. If you ever watch Hoodwink, the goat knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I mean, that yeah, that's good, good shit. But um, anything else you want to cover? No, nah, I think that's it. You know, I know we, we have, we, we're limited time. As you guys know, you know, we'll do a little recap. Uh, you know, uh, we've been busy as ever. <laughs> so we, we've been trying to slip these episodes in as much as we can. We're going to continue to do this throughout the year. We're not necessarily on a particular schedule. So um, be sure to keep out on, you know, things that me and Cody are doing to prepare ourselves. You know, right now we're focused on our money. We're focused on our families. We're focusing on just preparing for anything that can happen. Uh, what are we doing specifically? Feel free to reach out to us individually. I'm not going to put all my stuff out there. There's something I got to hand me my wallet, Logan. I'm going to show you this on the podcast. I'm not going to talk about it. Here's what I'm doing to prepare. That's the first step. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Well, we'll again, we'll talk about it another day. Can't do it on, can't do it on YouTube. But, um, you know, but other than that, we've been busy. We've been working hard, grinding. It has not stopped, has not changed. You know, managed to get here in the studio and record uh, for an hour. So we're going to keep doing this as much as we can. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to, you know, reach out to us, you know, uh, just to kind of, hey, guys, y'all talk about these things. But what is it exactly that you're doing? How are you preparing? Just reach out to us individually. You know, happy, happy to share with you guys um, any value that I can to help you guys prepare, you know, from a, a financial standpoint, social standpoint, you guys want to talk about preparing physically, you hit that man up the machine. And also David we're, Goggins Jr. We're both a part of the CEO network with fresh print CEO. So we have Shout a lot of CEO network. Yep. There's a lot of multimillionaires in there. A lot of guys doing it big and know what's going on. They can help you guys with finance, trading, investing, fitness, business, anything that you guys need. So if you're and interested in becoming a part of the CEO network, hit me up directly. You can DM me on Instagram at various underscore layers with the Z or, um, or on any of my social medias, but Instagram's where I normally respond the most. So hit me up there, but, um, definitely want to shout out the CEO network and what they're doing, but, um, that's all I've got to say. All right, guys, if you like the content, please subscribe, share, get the word and the videos out to anyone else that you feel like is on the same, you know, within the same mindset as us. And even if they aren't expose people to the information, that's all you can do. Make people aware. Don't shove, don't be like that. Uh, those, uh, extreme Christians trying to shove religion down people's throats or trying to shove wokeness or red pill. Nothing. I'm not even going to say we talk woke or red pill stuff, but don't shove it down their throat. Plant Just seed. expose. Yeah. Plant a seed, expose people to the information, make sure they are aware that that is a, I feel like a, a, a your own duty as a, in, as a human being, you know, living within society is to, you know, Make people aware of these things that are happening so that they can decide how they want to react to it. Give, you know, so at the end of the day, that's all I can say. This has been a, another episode of Hustle House 24-7-365. See you guys next time. Peace out.